All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Common Man Bets podcast. We're on episode 20. That's pretty good. Um, we had a little hiatus there for a while, but we are back. And this is our second one in a row, so I think it means we're officially back. Um, I'm with you here, Zach, and we got John Reed with us as well. Lance Slots is golfing too much. Um, he's on the course right now. What Do you, do you think he's shooting well? It, well, it's so funny uh, because – he always t- he always talks about how he wants to be a scratch golfer, and the only way you become a scratch golfer is you golf more. And luckily, his uh, grandfather has a ton of old clubs. You know, basically stores his his dad's, uh, Evan's dad's, and his old clubs. So he's just in there, just trying to see what works and see if he can become a scratch golfer on the side. Do you think he'll get uh, get put on the LIV? Think he's going to get an offer? I mean, there's there's been re- reports out there that he's. Uh, Seeking, uh, seeking a, uh, a spot of 48 of 48, you know, trying to see what he can do on, on the side there and just kind of sneak it in the back door. I mean, all right, I'm just going to throw this out there. I think you have to have like a, an average Joe in every type of event like that just to show how much better these people are than the average person. Well, there's, there's a, a big topic going around – the world of golf this week with the U S open is that, you know, 72 holes for a PGA tour event is that in 72 holes, you're given a one stroke lead of. So basically you start out at minus 72 starting out on Thursday. Do you think you can win the U S open at 72 under par? Everyone else starts. Everyone start. Everyone else starts at zero. But you have that one average Joe that starts out seventy-two under par. And you I think don't think I, I don't think I could. I definitely I think, could not. Because you think how think hard those people. courses are. Well, especially as tight of fairways and as thick as the rough as the Country Club is there in Boston for the U.S. Open, it's going to be a nightmare. The course is going to win this week. I want to say the I'm going to say the finishing score will probably be, be around. I'm going to say about eight under par is what I'm going to say. That, that's what I'm going to say. Eight hundred through seventy-two, right? Eight hundred through seventy-two is going to be the winning score. Is what I think. I don't think there'll be anything higher. You know, I think the cutoff. You know, for the um, what is it? The cut line is going to be like plus four. You know, I think it's going to be really, really up there, and I think it's going to be an inter- interesting uh, weekend of golf. What so? What comparison do you think going minus seventy-two with an average Joe into that in other sports like NBA? Let's go into the NBA. Would that be like an NBA team scoring like 50 points before an average I mean, Joe team scores one? Or how would that – how do you think I mean, that would translate? It would have to – you'd have to translate it to like if you took a bunch of average Joes and gave them spot in 50 – like a 50-point lead. Do you think – do you think like – let's just take the – you know, this is a, a big talk about football. So let's just use football, for example. If you take Alabama, those are the best team. Yep, and you take the Jaguars, which is arguably the worst team, you know. In so, the NFL, I think I would. So I think I would win a lot of money in this because everyone would pick Alabama to win the uh, win to the win game. the game. But I think I would go with the Jaguars. Whatever they're laying, I would give it, and I think I would win. So, so, so. Point sorry, exactly. sorry. If continue. You, if you so you say you spot them twenty eight points, which is a touchdown a quarter. Do you think Alabama can hold off the Jaguars? No. Jaguars could Jaguars get the ball first. 
not a chance. You know, it's it's one of those things, you know, the Alabama's really good, but these guys are, you know, pros. These are pros, pros. By yeah, by definition, the Jaguars are professional and what like five to ten percent of Alabama is gonna go professional. Roughly. So I mean, by definition, the Jaguars are all professionals. They're now all don't professionals. get me wrong, the top end of Alabama is gonna make noise and do really well, but I mean there's twenty two people on a football team that start. So, oh yeah. So I, I don't know. It, 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 it's one. It's one of those things. Like for example, I mean, if you do an NBA, you spot a team, you know, ten points a quarter, or you know, fifteen points a quarter. You know, you're getting up there to 40, 50, 60 points. So you take a team of. Uh, let's just take uh, who was the best? Uh, who won the national championship this year? I was um, just thinking that, and I can't remember. Uh, was it well, not the, Kentucky? Kansas. It was Kansas. 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 So you take you take Kansas and you take the worst team, uh, the worst uh, team in the NBA right now is who? Um, who's got the number one overall pick? Like the uh, Orlando Magic or the Washington Wizards? Yeah, or, somewhere over there. Or or, or no, it was, I think it's the Houston Rockets. Just say the Houston Rockets, which we saw in person, who are terrible because we're the best. Because we're the best, you know. Do you think the Kansas Jayhawks uh, could beat the uh, Houston Rockets if they're spotted 50 points? I don't think so. 50 points. 50 points is a lot, though. Uh, let's just say – we'll say 40 points, 10 points a quarter. I, I mean, think I've they seen, would. I think they would. I mean, I've, I've seen – you know, is this it, is – the Celtics, the Celtics, for example, were down like 20 at one point, and I'm going to say in game one and came back twice – you know, and end up winning game one. I think they would just because the game is way more complicated and your superstars are like even a, a bad, a bad team is going to have a superstar. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, and I think your superstar is going to take away the chance for anybody else to come back. Like you think about some of the best college athletes that go into the draft, like not thinking Zion or anybody like you think of the top picks from Kansas. I don't think that they're to the level that the Rockets would be, especially if they have like more like seasoned veterans on the team. I don't know. I mean, That's just my opinion. I mean, if you look, if you, especially if you just look at this Kansas team, you know, they had probably two guys I'll just say they're starting five that'll make, you know, probably one guy. Well, let's say probably zero of those players on that team will be starters in the NBA next season. Yeah. Versus, versus five starters from, you know, that are high level of yeah. their team. By definition, By five definition. of them will be starters. Yes. For the wrong yeah. I think, I Correct. think that that whole argument is a really interesting thought process, but I would take the points. I wonder – all right, here's what we got to do. We got to get some guy from DraftKings or FanDuel or Barstool or whoever, and we got to see what a line would be. Oh, yeah. Well, here, here's my thing. I wish, I wish Evan was here because I would love to ask him the question. If you think he – if he would, had a 72-stroke lead, do you think he could hold it in four days, four straight days of golfing? Four straight days. So that would be an average of – he'd have to go – so he is this if he would and if he would make the cut or if he would take keep the lead if he would keep the lead and win the U.S. Open at seven he starts out at seven two under par 
and everyone else starts it at zero, even par. Do you think? Do you think Evan wins zero? No, I don't think so. Because here's my here's my reasoning. So you think about the winner of the U.S. Open. I don't think Evan would be able to keep pace with that person to go just one stroke per every hole. Like you think about how long and tough some of these holes are and the, like the greens themselves. I mean, oh, there's, yeah. you cannot three putt um, or you like, you just can't miss. And I don't think, I think he would miss too many times to be able to stay in it. You know, I, I think he wins it. I, you know, I'm going to be on that. I'm going to be on that opposite. opposite You're going side on the play. opposite side. I'm going the opposite side. And I think he wins it because, you know, you got to think it's 72 holes. Um, you know, for example, like, like me has only really been playing golf, you know, just a couple of years now getting back to the sport. I'm awful. I'm shooting over a hundred. But on the average day, Evan, who's a scratch golfer, or not a scratch golfer, but is shooting roughly. He's like, 80, what, a seven handicap or something? But I think it's a seven handicap. So he's shooting, let's just say he's shooting 80, 85. We'll just say 85. Okay. You know? Or so let's just say 82 because usually par is 72. So, so par 72 is usual. He's shooting 82. That's 10 strokes. You know, you know, that's just saying in 18 holes that he's bogeyed 10 times. You know, right. that's not, that, that's not counting the pars, the birdies. I mean, he can play conservative, you know, throughout this, you know, he doesn't have to go driver off the deck, you know, and go with it. I mean, he can consistently take, you know, his best club, put it out in the fairway, get it close, one or two putt, you know, par, bogey, you know, just basically playing, you know, bogey golf, but, you know, just not the doubles and the triples that were, is what would kill him. But, I, you know, I think he might have a shot. I just – I'm looking – all right, I'm pulled up the – because it's – is it – where is it at? Is it Torrey Pines? <laughs> No, it's at the Country Club in Boston. I got to look up the – Once you see – if you go on Twitter and look up – just like type in like U.S. Open on uh, on Twitter and look at all the photos, it's going to be unbelievable. I mean, the grass – I mean, it's probably knee height in, in some places just like a foot off the fairway. What the heck? So, I don't know. I, that's just what I think. I think I think he has it, but that that's just my opinion. So, we'll uh, you know we'll see what happens. U.S. Opens this week. We have uh, a lot of good bets going around. Corey McElroy, he is the favorite going into uh, this weekend. So he is currently, I think the odds are like 1,100, I believe. So I, I think Rory doesn't. So he's, he's plus 1,000. Rory's plus 1,000. My pick, I put it on Twitter. Um, Evan, I know he's rocking with Sam Burns plus 2,800. But me, personally, I chose the big dog. I chose Tony Finau. You know, did, did well, finished in second. I think Tony gets the victory. He's always, you know, been – uh, bridesmaid never the bride i want to see tony win one also like max homa and then my one of my locks is top 20 which is harold varner the third who's playing really good golf him finishing the top 20 so those are my really my picks for the weekend you know this pod won't come out till friday but when you listen to it you'll be like dang you know 
that guy, he knew it. That was a great pick. <laughs> that was a great pick. You, okay, so I, I can't let this go, but there are so many par fours. What's an average par four, would you say? Uh, probably like 400 yards, I'd say. There are – I'm on hole 10, and it looks like over half of the par fours are like closer to 500 yards. Probably, yeah. You'd see – you know, I mean, that's just – it's a long course. But that's the thing. I don't think – I don't know. I think I – Yeah. I mean, uh, you got to think – you got to think the par fives – and the par threes are what he has to make his money on because the par fives, yeah. you know, if you can get it up there and potentially birdie a par five or at least par a par five, you know, that's going to be huge for your, for your game. And especially par three, obviously they're going to be a lot closer, but some are a little bit longer and those can really make or break you. If you can put it on the green, put it on the green, you can, you know, throw one close and two putt it and par and you'll be like, all right, just saved a stroke, you know, because I already have a easily getting into big trouble on a par three, though. You can, that's what I'm saying. It's either going to make you or it's going to break you. That's yeah, that, that's, yeah. I, yeah, I'm going, tough. I'm still going loss. He can come at me. He can come at you. We'll, uh, we'll talk to him afterwards and uh, tell him to listen to podcasts and, uh, and see what his, uh, see what his take is on it. Yeah. So. All right. So we got US Open. Anything else with the US Open? Nah, no, nah, I think, um, I will. I just figured out uh, yesterday in an interview, Brooks Kepka, his brother plays in that live golf tournament. Uh, his name is Chase Kepka, and they were asking Brooks, and he was, you know, saying that there's a dark cloud put on it. You know, he's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Next question, well, well, what do you think of your brother playing on it? He goes, that's my brother. He can make his own decisions. I love him, support him anyways. That's him, not me. Next question. I was like. <laughs> All right. Hey, good for him. I mean, yeah. not getting sucked into it. That's that's yeah. good to hear. That's good to hear. All right, going into some baseball now. Switching switching gears. Have you been watching a lot? Alec Manoa. That's the only person I follow. How has he been doing? Hey, since we last talked, talked, got another win. Had like seven Ks. Only allowed one hit, one walk, six innings against the Orioles. I mean fantastic for his numbers playing uh, a team like the Orioles every other week, you know, but. The only bad thing is he's in the same league as Justin Verlander. That is true. So he's been unstoppable. And he's in the same division as I think his name's Chase McClanahan of the Rays, who's just a strikeout machine. I mean, he's yeah. just balling for the Rays. So yeah. um, and he's in a hard division that's going to get harder come July and August. And once, once these teams figure him out too. Hey, here's my thing. Uh, he's played the Yankees twice already. I don't think he's one and one with the Yankees has his, has the Yankees his next, um, next start next week. So <laughs> that's tough. You know, we'll see what happens. Let's see if he, uh, if he dominates the uh, the Yankees, and if he dominates the Yankees, who are supposedly the best team in baseball right now, and Aaron Aaron Judge is leading MVP, you know, categories, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think this it'll get interesting. That that I think we talked about this last week a little bit. That division's like just insane. Basic Baltimore is kind of bad, but other than that, everyone's pretty good. Um, 
I'm really interested to see uh, what happens with the Angels if they can come back from their like 0 and 14 streak with the new manager. Uh huh. I would love to see them go to the playoffs. Well, did you hear what happened with Joe Madden? Before he had gotten fired, he w- tried to break up the superstition and cut his hair into a mohawk. Yeah, I did. I did see to that surpri- to surprise the team, but the team never saw it because he was fired that same day. Yeah, I mean, so what do you think about that? Do you think he should have gotten fired? Well, here's my thing. Do you think he showed up that day and because he had a mohawk, they fired him? That would have been hilarious. There's no that way would that, have been that, funny. that would have been funny. I don't <laughs> think that would have happened. But no, I think, that, I don't know. I hope, because I want to see Mike Trout. I want to see a Mike Trout playoff moment, as long as it's not against the Twins, because that would bum me the hell out. Well, it's it's sad to see, you know, the Angels have Otani and Mike Trout. And, and this is, Rendon. And Rendon, but knock on wood. This is the first season in a couple seasons now that Mike Trout has been fully healthy throughout the year. You know, yeah, he's so had far. A, he, so far. That's why I knocked on wood so far. Because, I mean, he's so injury prone, and that's what everyone hates to see because they consider Mike Trout the, the best, best in baseball, you know, for what was it, a good five year span? And that's yeah, arguably the one of the best to ever play the game. Yeah, and got like a $700 million contract or whatever it was and couldn't stay healthy. And now you're like, all right, he's staying healthy, but the Angels suck and you don't want to watch him. So, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. They, I don't know. I feel like they just, for some reason, just can't figure it out. They have all the talent in the world. They just can't figure it out. Yeah. Well, because they're not in a hard division. I mean, they're with, I don't know, they're with the the Astros, Seattle, Texas. Houston's good, yeah, um, but they're not in the strongest division either. Yeah, but Houston is Houston by far is the best in that division, and it's everyone else is not even close. After, um, after, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. After his like huge drought with uh, Mike Trout, do you know he was still batting like two ninety eight or something like that? Jesus, it's great. He is unbelievable. That's impressive. Yeah. That, that, is, that is very impressive. But, you know, one team not to sleep on and don't let him get hot. You know, making a big surge right now is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they're good. I love the Atlanta Braves. They've won 13 straight. Have they so really? They've won 13 straight. They're, they've, they've won 13 straight. You know, they just got back up into second in uh, the National League East, you know, sitting at, you know, five games behind the Mets, you know. A lot can still happen, but let me put this out in perspective of how good the New York Yankees are right now. They're 45 and 16. They were nine and one in their last 10, won five straight, and they've only lost 16 games on the year. They have a nine game lead uh, on the Blue Jays right now, who just recently just got to second place. That's crazy. Yeah, the Yankees, mm-hmm. the Twins are going to have to play the Yankees in the playoffs, and then they're going to go continue their like 0 and 50,000 in the playoffs drought. Um, but so I kept doing this like little experiment. I think I teased this last week. Yeah. Yeah. How's that going? I saw you went four and oh, whatever. Yeah. Got. It's going. So I kind of teased some picks out of it. And mm-hmm. based on my like calculation thing, if I would have been betting from the, the beginning in the last, I think it's like 
five days or a week or whatever it is, um, I've been, I would have been up like 11 units over 11 units. So did I find the secret? I don't know. Am I going to share the secret? Also probably not, but so far it's, it's so good. But the only issue is I'm not really seeing the trends that I thought I would. So we'll see if it keeps going. I ended up started betting on the, like the thing because it started making so much money that I'm like, I'm just going to put in my money to do it. And it's been, it's been going well. My um, return on investments, like 18% right now. So, so, so you're saying you jail breaking the game of betting on baseball is what you're saying. I don't know. I'm not even using my own statistics. I'm just like using other people's, which I feel like is a big common man move. Okay. So, and I feel like I can't go too in depth or else the sports bookies that listen to this are going to hear me and not let me bet anymore. Uh, Because we're so popular now. Uh, Hey, we're getting there. You know, (laughs) maybe, maybe we'll have to have them on, you know, we, hopefully we can get some uh, get some guests here in the future and just ask them some questions in the 30 minutes that we have, you know, yeah, yeah. Shout, out, shout out Zoom. But, you know, that's why I've been more active on Twitter here lately and just asking people who would like, hey, do you want to come on the pod and discuss? You know, let's, let's set up a date, you know. Yeah, just let's get like Elon Musk or something. Let's yeah, just do something big. I'll, I'll start tweeting Joe Rogan every day until he blocks me and be like, hey, do you want to come on my pod to discuss? And then yeah. we'll make, yeah, then we'll just make new uh, accounts and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, then... it's been going crazy. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. My, I'm curious to see if it can translate to other sporting events. That would be well, like. So that was my next question. You know, with college football season on the rise here, do you think you can take this same model and put it to college football? Or, but since it's kind of like you only get like 12 games, are you going to have to like fast track this model? You know, so can you like theoretically, I absolutely could. Okay. But I'm not really sure how, like, I know how I would do it and it would mm-hmm. be really easy just to like do it, mm-hmm. but I don't know how accurate it would be. So, you know, you, you'd have to wait till you're about four or five games in, in the season to really see the, you know, the, the trends and the, and everything because yeah. you know, based off one, two, three games, you know, into the season. Well, and then the other thing is it's pretty much just money line. So I'm only really doing money line. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I would have to figure out a way to do it with the spread, which I don't, that, that would be tough. Cause I mean, if you got a money line team, that's rocking like minus two Oh five or whatever, I mean, you can still find that value, but it's, it's just harder (laughs) to make more money. Oh, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that are, Baseball spreads are just so difficult. Yeah. So I've just been doing off the money line and so far it's been making money. I mean, like I said, though, I've been, I've probably bet, I don't know, probably in that span of five days, probably almost 50 games. And it's like, like I said, it's like 11, 11 times or 11 units up. Okay. Which, I mean, that's, that's not, that's not awful. It's terrible. I mean, what? I mean, hey, I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, that's you know, on a on a good day, you know, you're you're what? Let's just say eleven games plus um, five hundred. So you're sitting here, you know, twenty five and twenty five out of fifty games is five hundred. You know, you're breaking even. So you're sitting about thirty six and fourteen. I can show you actually. 
Oops, yeah. hold on. So you're saying about 36 and 14, which is pretty good numbers. I know. No, I think it's more because of the – it's just money line, so the rate isn't good. I am 26 and 14 so far through this whole thing. 20, 26 and 14, okay. Yeah. Out of, four, out of 40 games. Out of 40 games. Okay. So I'm up, like, yeah, whatever that would be. You know, about 65%. Return on investment is like 18%. Okay. So, so you're at about a 65, you know, a 0.65, you know, win yeah. rate, you know, that's not terrible. I mean, you're getting close to passing numbers there. I'm, we're getting close. We're getting close. I mean, yeah. You're, you're, you're getting to almost a, uh, a, what, what, what one would say boards pass rate. Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? I think if I got and, to a boards pass rate, I should quit and not study for boards and just like continue to refine this because then this would be making way too much money to not do anything. You'd be, you'd be waking, probably making more than what you were actually signed up to do for, yeah, for yeah. the rest of your life. <laughs> Pretty much. And then I only have to put in like two hours a day. Right. And, you know, and you just, get, you just gotta find that one hitter. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, this is the crazy thing is I have not really like, – I watch the Twins and whoever they're playing, but I literally only go off of this and not actually watch the games. I just look at the results. Like that's the craziest part about it. I'm picking better not watching the games than like thinking of what I should pick. Okay, so you're betting on games that you're not even watching and you're just checking on the results. Correct, yeah. And I'm only <laughs> betting on the games that this like model is saying that would give me good value. Now, have you bet against the Twins? And yes, I have. And I have won. And you have won. And I have won. Interesting. That's a love-hate relationship right there. Yeah. So. Yep. But that's the best part. I mean, you bet against them, you win no matter what, you know? Because <laughs> you might end up a little bit pissed off after a game that you lost and you shouldn't have lost, but you're then you're like, well, I do got like an extra, you know, money – Money in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Or vice versa. Oh, I spent five bucks for a Twins win or something. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll yeah. Take I'll take it. Now, when that five bucks turns into like 300, then that's when I might be a little bit more angry. Hey, we'll see. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears now before I spill too much. Um, and let's go into the NHL, NBA. You got anything? I don't really have much. Who do you, who do you, who do you got? Lightning or, or Colorado? Have you paid much? I gotta go. To gotta go Tampa Bay just because I got family connection. But okay. I have no idea. I have not followed the NHL like at all. It's crazy because I think the Lightning are going on if they win the finals that they're going to three peat. That, um, that is crazy. That's that's very impressive, and a lot of people are saying that the Lightning shouldn't even be here because of the model they're kind of using and if they win which i hope they do they make a movie about it because a lot of people what i've read and what i've heard is that they've used a model of you know kind of like older veteran players and kind of fitting their scheme and not going with what's what's working out out there in in nhl on rotations and um what are they called lines i think when they interchange like uh oh yeah uh, the interchangeable, uh, like one, two, three, four, whatever line they're on or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, shout out to uh, Blackout Craig. He had hit a bet that the Colorado Avalanche would have made the NHL final. So he had a future bet on that. So shout out to Blackout Craig. Blackout um, Craig. And I think he's rocking the Avalanche. Um, 
Yeah, he's kind of our NHL shark, isn't he? Yeah, he was kind of a guy that's kept up with it uh, mostly. Um, I usually do kind of the same model. What you do is bet on the NHL and not watch it. But, um, (laughs) you know, but playoff hockey is fun to watch. I've watched, kept up a little bit with it. But I think um, Lightning are currently a one and a half dog. Uh, Money line right now is minus 155 for Avalanche. But I think. I might go Lightning money line. You know, I think Lightning win the series. I think it'll go six games, four two Lightning. You know, you know they went down two zero to the Rangers, and Rangers were obviously the better team, and yeah, came back and won four straight. I think was, NHL, you run into a hot goalie, anything can happen. That's what I love about the NHL. Well, both, I'm pretty sure both these teams have you know arguably the best two goalies in the game. You know, I can't pronounce the guy from Lightning. His last name starts with a V, and it has about 20 letters in it. And the other, I want to say that when we did our Hockey League two years ago that I won, shout out me, Hockey League champ, fantasy, <laughs> fantasy hockey. Um, I think his last name was Gruber, and he was a stud. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Tonight or tomorrow is game four – or sorry, not game four, game six of the Warriors and the Celtics – who you got? Do you think Celtics can win at home? I don't know. I yeah, I think they will at home, but they also are. I think I'm going Celtics. I'm going Celtics. They are, but also the Golden State's just really good. Golden State's just really good. I mean, it's one of those things. Is Boston is a four point favorite, minus one seventy. I think the I think the Warriors in it. I mean, if you look at so the Lakers, what they try to do. Golden State is doing right now what the Lakers tried to do with 13 this year. Lakers try to get all these, you know, veterans that are still good and still playing, supposedly in their primes or right outside their primes and see if they can win games. Like Dwight Howard, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, um, Avery Bradley, you know, Malik Monk, and, you know, uh, DeAndre Jordan, like all these just random players, but it didn't work out. If you look at the players on the Golden State Warriors, they have a fit a model of there's no way they can lose. I mean, Steph well, Curry, they, unbelievable. They've kind Clay of all Thompson. played together too, right? Mm-hmm. So they've all played together. And it's one of those things is that Steph Curry is still unbelievable. Clay Thompson's coming off of an Achilles injury and an ACL injury. So it, once he gets hot, he's, he's hot. You know, he hasn't played the best. Draymond hasn't played the best. Um, and it shows Andrew Wiggins is playing lockdown defense, playing absolutely fantastic. Jordan Poole is playing absolutely ridiculous as a – I think he is a – He's either a first know. or a second year. Yeah, he's, I think he's I think a, he's second year. I think he's second year because he played in um, March Madness of two – a couple years ago when Michigan shot the buzzer beater to beat Houston in the um, March Madness. Yeah, but he was he was like a sophomore then, I think. I think. And I think he might have went out. I think since they had like the bubble tournament or whatever last year, I think he had left the year before this tournament. So um, I think he left during the COVID year when there was no um, March Madness tournament. Or he got hurt. He or- was drafted – 2019. Yeah, so right, right. So you right had now. had 2020, 2020. So this is his third year. So third year, absolutely playing unreal. Gary Payton the second 
is absolutely playing lockdown defense. Really good defender. Kevin Looney, guy that can play four to four, rim to rim. You know, great big man to, you know, try to offset Al Horford and Robert Williams. Otto Porter uh, Jr. that no one really talks about, but is an absolute fantastic role player. Great player for um, the, the Wizards. Um, I mean, it's just unbelievable how these guys like fit this mold, you know, and they have like veterans like Andrew uh, Iguodala that is a player coach, you know, kind of doing what um, uh, Udonis Haslam does for the Heat, you know, is more of a coach than a player, but still can go out there and play and probably do pretty well. Kind of and a then, big guy off the bench. Yeah. Like and a they huge, just have, uh, importance. Yeah. A big, big role player. And yeah. I think, and I think that's what, what it comes down to is that, the Warriors just have better role players and better overall starters than the Celtics. And yeah. I think I think the Warriors get it done. But that's yeah. just my opinion. I think I think the Warriors are the better team, but I think Boston likes to keep it close most of the time. So I yeah. I don't know. I want to go with Boston just because I want to. I'm so. a good I hate to say it because I'd love to see the Celtics uh Celtics win and I'd love to see, you know, uh the Warriors lose, but I mean, I just got to go Celtics. They're the better team. Yeah, um, that's fair. So that's just what it is. All right, switching gears again, looking into the NCAA football season. John Reed, take us away. I cannot wait for college football. I cannot wait. I am just chomping at the bit. The first game you can bet on right now, Saturday, August 20th, starts off week zero. We got a week zero this week. North Texas, minus two at UTEP. Am I going to bet on that game? Absolutely. Don't know who I'm going to pick at the time. Don't care. Is that a CUSA on. classic for week zero? Correct. Oh. Well, here, it's like it's almost like week. It's almost minus like one. week. Yeah, minus one because then they don't play again until the 27th, which is considered week zero. Um, but the oh, week zero games, I cannot wait to bet on Northwestern to, who beat the absolute shit out of Nebraska. Nebraska always plays on week zero, and they always lose because everyone's like, oh, this is our year for Nebraska. Northwestern, right now, 12-point, 12 12-and-a-half-point 12 dog. Cannot wait to bet uh, Northwestern. So, then we are get you more gonna, so, Okay, so you got this in end of August. When are you actually going to place these bets? Probably when August actually comes around because I'm waiting for um, the free money to, for DraftKings and FanDuel to be like, oh, you know, bet on college football. Bet $25 to hammer the over, you know, and all those deals, and then just start trying to rack in money. I also have other little um, tidbits of what I'm going to do uh, to get more money uh, off uh, off recording here, off record here. Off record. That, uh, off record stuff that I'm going to do, but to get more money, I'm going to hack the system uh, and get some more money. But, uh, you know, I'm going to just deposit like 100 bucks in my account and just see what I can do with it. That's fair. Know? It's fair right now. WVU is slated as a seven point dog to pit on the road. What do you think? I mean, I would pick WVU, but also they're awful on the road. So now I don't know. That's a tough, that's a tough ask. But here's the thing there's a difference between on the road and flying to you know, Waco, Texas and to play yeah, at that's 11, true. To, to play at 11 a.m. versus driving, you know, I think it's An like 55 miles. Yeah, 55 miles at the interstate to uh, beat the hell out of Pitt. And Pitt won the last backyard brawl. It's the backyard yep. brawl, right? 
Correct. WVU is on a three-game win streak of the back overall. Really, when did they lose? I thought they lost in – was Pat McAfee was that game not the last one? No. They For some reason, I lot, thought that was the last one. No, they stopped playing in, I want to say, 2011. So they gotcha. had won two, 2009, 2010, and 2011. So they've won three okay. straight. Yeah, so I'd go W money line. As we always said in basketball season, hit the money I think line. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a W money line. But um, I'm excited. I'm going to start doing my research into uh, college football. Hopefully, uh, in, I want to say, the beginning of July, they start coming out with the preseason booklets of college football breaking down, you know, numbers, players, everything like that. I think like Alphon Sports or whatever does a big – college football magazine put out that you buy for like 25 bucks uh you know no free shout outs but um one of my buddies who's a college football insider we're gonna hopefully have him on the pod come you know early august to give his picks you know i think one of my favorite picks out there that i'll hopefully get a place um is team futures overs and wins and that's w i want to say it's at five and a half oh we should win six games right that's what I'm saying. You would think. You would think. One would think, but yeah, I would. If that, if we can get five and a half, I would hammer that right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, here's my thing. You know, I'm not biased or anything, as you know, I have a giant West Virginia football fathead behind me or anything like <laughs> that. So I don't know. We'll see. It's been I an interesting year. Yep. I think this could get this could get wild. It'll be fun. Um, anything else you got for us? I think that's it. Twitter news, unfortunately, is not back today. Pushing it back to next week. I've been super busy uh, putting in the putting in the time for the man, and uh, you know we'll just have to wait on it. Only one way to uh, to find out new Twitter news, and that's to tune in next week, I guess. Yep, right? tune in next tune in next week. That's what I've been saying. But I promise it'll be next week. Uh, start to become more active on Twitter. Uh, this episode is going to drop what Friday. Yeah, we'll so. so we'll keep doing the Fridays thing. I think that's the best way to do it. So yeah. we'll post them Friday, hopefully in like the afternoon, evening type time, and uh, go from there. Get your weekends all set up. Get your weekend rest, relax. You know, I'm gonna be more active on Twitter, asking people if they want to come on the pod to discuss their uh, their betting strategies or just you know talk talk shop you know, cut it up like it's a football locker room, you know what it is. So I'm just, I'm going to be more active, you know, at common man bets, you know, so put, yeah. put it in the bio. Yeah. Follow, uh, follow us on Twitter's our, uh, our handles are in the bios of the, the pod. Um, and I guess if that we got, that's it for us. So um, enjoy watch for our Twitter's for new picks for over the weekend and happy betting. Peace. <laughs>